Hello, and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the Feast of the Holy Family on the 26th of December 2021. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Every year, the parents of Jesus used to go to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up for the feast as usual. When they were on their way home after the feast, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem without his parents knowing it. They assumed he was with the caravan, and it was only after a day's journey that they went to look for him among their relations and acquaintances. When they failed to find him, they went back to Jerusalem looking for him everywhere. Three days later, they found him in the temple, sitting among the doctors, listening to them and asking them questions. And all those who heard him were astounded at his intelligence and his replies. They were overcome when they saw him. And his mother said to him, My child, why have you done this to us? See how worried your father and I have been looking for you. Why were you looking for me? He replied. Did you not know that I must be busy with my father's affairs? But they did not understand what he meant. He then went down with them and came to Nazareth and lived under their authority. His mother stored up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, and in favour with God and men. The Gospel of the Lord. The Holy Family, I think, can um, seem at sometimes a bit remote, a bit different, difficult to think about as um, a real family. The Christmas card images of uh, a porcelain like Mary and Joseph gazing intently at their newborn baby with uh, blue eyes and blonde curls is perhaps somewhat of a, an idealistic, certainly a Western Um, and probably not a very accurate image of the reality uh, of family life. The Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, are put before us by the church this Sunday as a model for our families. We call them the Holy Family, but that does not mean that they did not have their own problems, their own difficulties, just as every family has to face problems and overcome them, or to put it another way, has to carry a cross. So also the Holy Family had to carry crosses. Their many crosses come to mind as we read the scriptures. Just think about some of the situations they had to cope with. Even Mary herself, right at the beginning, had it rough when Joseph was and planning to divorce her because he thought you know, something had happened which wasn't right. Then the angel intervened in a dream. When the time for Jesus' delivery came, uh, it took place in an animal shelter since Bethlehem was already so crowded. 
Then we have the Holy Family um, fleeing to Egypt as refugees because Jesus' very life was in danger due to Herod in much the same way as refugees from war-torn countries are now entering many Western countries. And then Mary and Joseph suffered the awful experience of losing Jesus for three days when he was 12 years old. And the only satisfaction they get is that he was about his father's business. I suspect the Gospels have um, left some stuff out there. We do not hear of Joseph anymore in the Gospels, so we presume that before Jesus began his public ministry in Galilee, Joseph had died. The Holy Family suffering the greatest pain of all families, the pain of bereavement and loss, separation through death. Another issue is Jesus' ministry. Jesus' public ministry must have taken its toll on Mary. Simeon had predicted in the temple that a sword of sorrow would pierce Mary's soul. And we can imagine one such occasion as we read in Mark's gospel that Jesus returns to Nazareth one day and his relatives came to take him by force, convinced that he was out of his mind. Not a very pleasant experience for any family no matter how holy. It's significant, I think, really significant. The church celebrates this feast of the Holy Family in the Christmas octave. Christmas is a family celebration, and many of us think upon, visit, and spend this season with family. Firstly, then, the church is showing us that families are important, crucial, in fact. God is all about family. His becoming uh, flesh required a family to raise him. But God himself is Trinity. In other words, God in himself is a, a family, a communion. The church is a family. And our families are church I wonder how often we think about that. Our families are church. The family is the domestic church, we are taught. Basically, this means the family is the first place where we learn about God. We learn how to pray. We learn how to love, behave. We learn the ways of the gospel. It's not perfect. Families can and often are wounded and broken. And yet, in the mess of it all, God is there with his promise of hope and salvation. God did not dispense with the need for a family. He chose to be born into a family to show us that families are places where God dwells. And this, of course, is just an echo of the central Christmas message that God is with us. The sometimes broken Often messy life of the family is included in this. God is with us in our families. So what kept the Holy Family together and sane throughout all these trials and crosses? The answer is love for each other and love of God. Jesus' love for Mary and Joseph and Mary and Joseph's love for Jesus and the love all three of them had for God the Father. What holds our families together, also in times of difficulty, is the same scenario, the same thing, love and forgiveness. 
It's a love which triumphs in the end, even if for a while love may have to take the form of some honest talking. Love is not about warm, fuzzy feelings, but it's about an act of the will, a definitive choice for the good of the other. When discipline needs to be given, if it is not given in love, it's reduced to abuse. If ever our families fail in any way, it's because of a lack of love on someone's part. Whenever our families are successful, it's because they are places of love. And this is why the church recognises the family as the domestic church. God is love and we learn this love ordinarily and ideally, first and foremost, through our families. If we don't, then we have to learn it through other ways. But the family should be the place where we learn to love God, where we learn how to pray, indeed where we learn holiness. All families should aspire to be holy families in the fullest sense of that term. For holiness means wholeness, completeness, being fully alive for God and for each other. So let us pray now through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth that our own families can become places of wholeness, places of holiness, places of life, dwelling places for the Almighty God. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic parish at Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at Father Luke G and Instagram at Father Luke Goymore. Stay safe and God bless you.